Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm David. And I'm Sherry. And today we are continuing on. We finished up last time about how to change your spouse. (laughs) And I think when we want to try to keep these podcast episodes shorter, we just tend to need at least two or three for a lot of the topics and the subject matter we cover. Mm -hmm. And today I think is one of those. And this is something that I've been thinking about just from talking with clients that I thought would be really helpful. Yes. And so... I know Sherry sees this a lot as well when we're talking to clients where um, there's been betrayal Uh and we're trying to help the person who has done the betraying to really better understand what it's like for the person who has been betrayed. Right. And there's some excellent books written on this actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought that a podcast episode or two would be really good just to cover... Um, some of these and get you thinking about it differently perhaps than you've thought about it before. Right. And one of the things that we do with our clients as we're working through the healing process is we'll often do what's called an impact letter and a restitution letter. So that impact letter is for the betrayed spouse to go through and really discuss and put into words and think about and get down on paper what their experience has been like as the betrayed uh, partner. And then following that process, the restitution letter is uh, an opportunity for the betrayer to consider things and talk about things. So, So as we're talking about all of these things that we're talking about today, This is just a wonderful opportunity for the betrayer to start to gain a glimpse of some empathy for uh, the betrayed partner and also to sit down and put together the reality of the situation and all of the ways that this has been a harmful because I'm sure that David sees this too. There's this space sometimes when clients come in and it's just this jumble of everything and there's just so much trauma and, but everything's just sort of mixed in together and most people have been hiding it for a really long time from Mm -hmm. other people and there's just so much going on that they haven't, and they're going through so much that they haven't really even sat with like, okay, well, what, what has happened to me? especially because there's so much uh, lying and gaslighting that typically goes along with this. There's so much, um, again, where they may have been hiding things for, from other people about their spouse. Um, so when you're in that much trauma, you're not really sitting going, okay, where is this coming from? What are right. all the different aspects of this? How do I, and you can't really heal and work through something. Um, and forgive and all of the different processes that are so useful in 
um, and making it through something like this and unless you actually know what you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we can help guide the process, which makes a big difference. And we want to honor the story, so the entire story. And it's almost like often the person who's been betrayed hasn't been given permission mm -hmm. to just slow down and say, hey, let me look at all the different ways this has impacted me in my life. Yes. Like I'm allowed to. Because if you're fresh from discovering things, you're probably still fresh from being in a place of trying to figure it out. You feel one way, but they're telling you something different. And mm -hmm. so you're never really um, putting it all together and it leaves you in kind of a chaotic, yes. um, you're, you're not doing good self-care because you don't know that there's an issue or what you should be doing self-care for or what the, the right perspective is. You're still just trying to right. figure it out. Yes. And so you haven't been doing a lot of good self-care likely up to this point mm -hmm. because you didn't even know what was going on. Right. And so honoring your story, being able to write about all these different things. It's kind of like Brene Brown talks about how do you get your head and your heart to connect? It's through your hand. It's through yeah. writing. It's doing journaling. It's being able to say, okay, I'm going to honor this process and how hard it's been for me and the pain that I've suffered, the loss, and I'm going to identify it yes. and start thinking about it with the goal of healing, with the goal yes. of recovery and moving forward. Not sometimes the betrayer is worried that we're trying to make this harder for them or, right. and that is not the point at all. I mm -mm. think they find that the more they understand, the more empathy they have, the more recovery will move and mm -hmm. the sooner. I, I really believe that. Right. I think from both sides, right? If you, if you really understand what someone has gone through because of choices that you've made, yeah. then you can move forward and you can start to develop the empathy and heal in ways um, that help heal the relationship, but also to be heard, yeah. to, to be seen truly is a critical piece um, in being able to move forward. The um, Desmond Tutu has a book called The um, Book of Forgiving, and that is the very first step in being able to move into any type of healing space is to tell your story. And right. you have to just have that full, full process of getting to do that. So often, especially I think in betrayal, there are so many secrets, so many lies, so many, even if you do know some things that's hiding it from other people so that people won't think poorly of the right. betrayer and it, and it just gets very messy and convoluted. And oftentimes the betrayer is saying, well, I don't know why you're having such a problem right. with this. We just need to get over it, right. move on with our lives. And, and really it doesn't allow for reality to set in for people to be fully accountable for what, they're, what they have done and what they're doing now, which is just as critical. Mm -hmm. um, and... Again, that space of being seen and heard truly, right? It, when you're not, just get stuck in your body, stuck in your life, stuck underneath, and then it's it's there, it's festering, it's pussing and doing all of the little things that it does under there until you can really 
you know, really have that come out. And that's what's so powerful about all this vulnerability stuff that Brene Brown does, right? It's she's teaching people how to see each other and hold space for each other. And so that's what we want to do with this whole process. Definitely. So we thought it would be helpful if we touched on some of the points that we've learned through this experience of working with people through betrayal trauma. Mm -hmm. And really, you begin to see that everybody has experienced betrayal. Everybody has on some level betrayal Mm -hmm. from friends or family or organizations or religions or whatever. Some sense of things went different than I thought they were supposed to. And it felt like I was forgotten. I was uh, minimized. I was less important. And so it's not, everybody has experiences with this, right? But why is it such a big deal when it's your spouse? Yes. Um, this is a good thing to talk about. Uh huh. And even more when it's about the sexual relationship, it's, it's a very fascinating, like a Mm -hmm. deep, deep, deep space. And so, so I love that point that you can consider Maybe if you are not in a specific situation with betrayal in your relationship um, with your spouse, what other betrayals have you experienced in your life? How can you honor those stories um, and tell those stories in, in, in a space where you can move through and come out the other side and heal mm-hmm. from the experiences that you've had? And so as you're considering this, both you know, we're looking at this and we'll do, um, probably two episodes on this, but consider from the perspective of the betrayed, if you have not gone through this process, you will want to. Right. So, you know, make sure you're taking notes, make sure you're kind of paying attention to the different areas and the different aspects and the different, uh, options Um, David's got a really great list that he's kind of compiled of different things that you wouldn't maybe necessarily automatically think of when you're thinking of how does this impact me? If you haven't done it, definitely take notes, definitely take some time to go through this. You may end up writing a novel, who knows, right? (laughs) But that's okay because it's your story right? and they're important pieces. And then, you know, as a betrayer, consider really, you know, start to consider maybe I want my spouse to, to do this so that I can have the experience of really understanding what it's been like to be in their shoes this whole time. And to consider what after that point, then what type of restitution you might be willing to make to heal your relationship and move forward together. And you'll want to, because you'll find that there's just always a part that's being held back Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the relationship continues, but if you can't get very deep on all the different ways that this has impacted them, and if you went overboard and maybe said, hey, was it really hard that this happened? And they say, well, not really. That wasn't really impacted. <laughs> Just the fact that you're making that effort and you're thinking about it in all the different ways you can will unlock parts of them that yes. would forever be kept from you, always be guarded, always be um, isolated. Um, because you have to sort of prove yourself in a lot of ways to get back in there if you ever get back in there. Right. And you right. may not. That's the Depends trust on a lot of different earned. things. Yeah. Right. And so you want, as painful as this is, if you are the betrayer, as painful as this is, you want to absolutely fully understand the impact mm-hmm. that you've had on your partner as much as you possibly can. 
And it's a good idea to have your own systems and daily setup of, of really good self-care. Otherwise, it'll be very easy to go into shame mm-hmm. around this. And, you know, if you listen to the empathy podcast that we've done before, we talk about how shame gets in the way. Yes. So we wanted to maybe broaden your perspective a little bit on this mm-hmm. and talk mm-hmm. about some of the different ways that this impacts those who have been betrayed just to get you thinking about it. And then hopefully for the person who has been betrayed, writing more about it, considering it. And I really believe giving yourself permission to just look at all the ways this has um, left you with a loss or with um, suffering and sorrow and mourning. And again, not just to beat up the person who is behind this or the betrayer. Yeah, but but to sit in reality. Yeah, to sit in reality. Yeah. And give yourself permission to really feel it. You're not going to work through it unless you do. So yes. What are some ways that we can do this? I think one of the first things that comes up for people are incidents, right? Times when they saw something or heard something or learned something or found something, or perhaps they were in a sexual encounter with their spouse and something came up, right? Um, You know, stories of, you know, we can all both of us can run through, you know, often the stories look really similar, right? Coming, you know, spouse coming home, smelling like something else, right? Someone else, right? Coming to, you know, finding, coming across something on, on Facebook or in text messages or, uh, on the internet or someone not being where they were supposed to be and, you're not sure what's going on or what's happening. You know, there are a lot of incidents that come up for people. Right. Um, and as you're writing, you know, maybe instead of throwing your incidents out there and all the all of the details, those are actually quite important. There are these small little things that end up being fairly impactful. So yeah. So be really aware of that, but. Instead of maybe starting a list of incidents, maybe as we go through these different categories, um, that might be an easier way to walk through this because the incidents will come as a result of considering that category, right? So while it can be tempting to sit down and just write down every, um, you know, horrible incident, it may be useful to categorize it under these different different categories as we go through. Although, you know, sometimes people think very linearly, right? And so to be able to just say, hey, you know what, it might be easier for you if you tell your story from start to finish. And then as you're writing your story and you're writing these different incidents and and painful things that came up, you can put in the category, oh, this fits into this category, this fits into this category. So it's kind of a, how does your brain work and how do you want to put your, your story together? Um, but those are a couple of the different options of how to do that. So, yeah, I like that. So what broad categories? Yeah. So many, so many, right? (laughs) I think, I think first of all, really easy way to go through it is to hit the seven major categories 
which are socially, physically, emotionally, sexually, financially, mentally, and spiritually. So we'll kind of go through, give you maybe some examples or some things to think about with those. Then there are just a host, and and David's got a great list we'll talk about of just a host of other um, potential considerations when it comes to the lying, the gaslighting. Um, and, and maybe that's something just to throw out there at the beginning is so often the lying is just as devastating, if not more than the acting out behavior. Right. right? And I hear all the time, both people on both sides of this, like, you know, why, why is that the thing? Like, why is that such a big thing? Or I know this sounds stupid or crazy, but this was actually harder for me. Why was this a bigger deal? Right. Um, or why was this just as big of a deal? Why does this feel like it hurts so much? Just not knowing just, you know, all of that. And that's a really critical piece to have in here. So it's not yeah. just about whatever the acting out behaviors are, but you're definitely going to go into all of the lying, um, the covering up, the gaslighting, which if you haven't been listening to a lot of our um, episodes and aren't familiar with that, that is when you're being told something that isn't actually what's happening. So it's kind of this crazy making, I guess you could say, where you you know that something is one way or even you, you may not have the facts but you feel something is one way in your in your body and you're being told that that is inaccurate right right and and it makes a lot of sense i mean when we talk about lying and, and gaslighting and the impact of you not being able to trust yourself mm-hmm. i i think we understand or this or others yeah i think you can understand that everybody has faults and flaws and weaknesses and imperfections. Mm-hmm. And if my spouse is hurting me, but unintentionally, you know, I don't expect them to be perfect. And so this is something right. that maybe we can work through and figure out. But when the dishonesty comes in and you begin to see it, it changes everything because no longer is it my spouse is just struggling with some things. Now it's like they are intentionally deceiving me to make it easier for them, not thinking about how it makes me feel, not right. thinking about my pain or my suffering or my loss. And that's what's so painful. Like I can, I can deal with you're just not perfect. What I can't deal with is when you are now intentionally hurting me by -hmm. withholding or misleading so that maybe it's not so bad for you. Because this whole partner thing was kind of like you value me enough that you're willing to go through some hard things and be in pain for me if you believe it's for my, my best interest and well-being. And with deception and lying, it's a completely different category. Right. And And especially too, when you've gone through that process of really kind of giving yourself over emotionally to someone else and trusting them with your heart, Mm -hmm. right. With your life and that there's a belief there, right. And an expectation there that, that they are being honest with you as well and you're working together on things and as that deepest relationship that you get hopefully right hopefully that is the deepest and most connected relationship you will have 
than to find out that that's not what you believed it was based on what they chose to hide from you and what they chose to tell you what's actually happening and, you know, how that affects you in terms of being able to trust yourself is it's just massive, right? It's a completely trying to redo your entire life to make sense. You know, you have to pull everything out, dump everything out and then sort through it piece by piece to understand and realize what reality actually was from what you were repeatedly told was reality. And then if that's just happened, you know, so then you're, you're, you're trying to re-navigate your entire life and an understanding of how that all works, right? And trusting yourself again um, and figuring out all of those pieces. But additionally, being betrayed, you know, with the lying and deception and gaslighting and all of that from the closest relationship you have has massive ripple effects in your life. You have to re- figure out and learn how to trust other people or when it's acceptable to trust other people, Mm -hmm. right? You know, some people who have been just very trusting, just taking people at face value, right, right, can come away very damaged, right, and not knowing how to even interact with the world. And not trusting anyone's motives. Yes. It may appear like you have my best interest at heart, but I don't believe that anymore. Yes. I've been burned with that. Yes. And having to really do that with all the people in, some people, it really is like a, I have to relearn how to do that with everyone in yeah. my life yep. because the person who was the closest to me completely blew that up. And if they knew me better than anybody else, and this is what they chose to do, why would anybody else be any different? Right. These are really important things to consider. Yes. As the betrayer, this is a really important thing to consider as well, right? I mean, we just, I don't know how many times I've heard, why can't we just get over this? Why can't we just move on? Why aren't we just like da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? And you really, really don't understand, if you're in that place, the impact that this kind of thing has on a person. So one of the other pieces two that comes into play here is this concept of, of trauma and how trauma affects us. And, um, this is something that we've talked a lot about the effects of trauma and, you know, what happens and how PTSD experiences and incidents can affect us. And so as we're talking about the impact and incidents and details, one of the other things to consider as you're putting together your um, impact letter or your story or, you know, honoring that space is to consider how the trauma of the betrayal and the deception has influenced your, um, your engagement and interaction with other people Um, things that bring up trauma for you, I guess is maybe a better way to say that. So for example, um, there may be people that you don't feel comfortable being around anymore. Right. There may be places that you don't feel comfortable attending or being there or even driving by. And that could be 
from an incident that happened there or even from driving past a place while learning something about an incident, if that makes sense. So if you were driving in the car with your spouse and you found out about something as you were driving by, you may still not be able to or feel very comfortable driving by those places because those intrusive memories will come up. Smells even can be very triggering and remind you of traumatic situations. And so you do your best to avoid um, these types of situations where you have these smells. Um, Events, um, that can be what I term trauma anniversaries, right? That So you have these times that will come up, whether it's a a yearly date or an event that happens, a birthday, an anniversary, um, even something that uh, work parties or um, any other type of thing where you have this experience of it reminding you of what happened. These are all things that if you're needing, feeling the need to avoid them, or you have a lot of anxiety when those types of things or situations or people or smells um, come up, that's an impact of the betrayal. Right. Right. Not feeling comfortable just being in your own skin to live your own life, to do the things, whatever it is that comes up in front of you. It's a betrayal. Um, that betrayal is it's seriously impacting your life. And so it's definitely something that we want to make sure that we're including yes. um, on these lists. Yes, and writing down. Yes. And there was a lot to cover. Yes, there's so much. I think we're thinking we need to, to end so we're not dragging you on and we'll start talking again about those categories um, and lists of other things that we want to make sure that you consider as you are considering the impact that you've had as the betrayed and also the impact as a betrayer that you may have created. Right. Yep. So stay tuned for the following episode. Thank you for listening to two therapists talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at two or email podcast at two If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.